eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, come on. It's a podcast. His name is Al and Jerry. What's up, Al? Oh, hi there, Jerry. A couple of things today. So, uh, one... Uh, you know, when we were in Super Bowl, Boomer was uh, very nice enough to uh, hand us some cash. Right. I you, won mine. You, for some reason, had to earn yours <laughs> in a bet. But uh, he was nice enough on the first night of dinner. You guys weren't there. He uh, handed uh, Eddie and I some cash. He, he gave us some spending cash for Vegas. And he said, listen, you, you can't. You have to spend this money. You can't save it. Like right. he, he wanted us. He was forcing us because he knows how cheap. He wanted you to live. He wanted us to live. But he gave us actual cash. Right. And, you know, a lot of times, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're out and about, you pay in credit card. And you got to pay that later, of course. But I still had, once I got back from Vegas, I still had cash because I, while I did things, I did it all on credit card. And I was like, do I want to go to the bank and deposit this or just spend it how yep. I normally would? So I decided, ah, you know, what? when I go out to dinner, I'm going to bring cash and uh, when I do things, I'm going to pay cash because I'm not a, usually a pay cash kind of guy. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, though, you know, bringing the actual cash to restaurants really opened my eyes to how much it costs to go to restaurants. I, and I know that sounds funny, but I actually know what you're talking about. Like when uh, when the credit card bill, when, when the restaurant bill comes due and it's like $140 or 120 whatever it is, you put your credit card down. You look at it, you go, that's expensive. Here's my credit card. When you actually... Hand somebody like a hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, that feels like wow. I just spent a hundred fifty dollars. No, I'll give you one. So we've had in the past couple of years, we've had some stuff done around the house. One in particular, we had the deck done. That was a that was half credit card, half debit card. Pay off the rest of the credit card, but it was still a lot of money. The other thing we did outside was I had a couple of trees, big trees, taken out and cut in half. You know, different things. And that was eighteen hundred cash, so I had to go to the bank and withdraw eighteen hundred dollars. Get the envelope. Then at the end, as I'm counting it, I'm like, "God damn, I'm giving him all of this." Yes. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, there is something about a cash transaction that makes you think more about the money you're spending. Yeah. 
you're not wrong. It's because it's real. It's right in front of you. It's not a swipe. Yeah, and like even like when you pay your credit card at the end, end of the month, even if it's a lot, it's a combination of a million things. You go to the thing, it's like brrr, mm-hmm. all these different things. This is like I'm taking this hundred fifty dollars, and I had a mediocre meal, and then it's gone, and it's gone. That's it. Just like the money, it's gone. Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, it might be something to do to to actually start using cash on things just to see the value of a dollar. As long as there are places that don't take cash. Right. And that was what I was running into actually in Vegas with a bunch of things where it was, everything was credit, credit, credit. You can't use cash at most arenas. Right. That was right. We were like, we went to the Super Bowl and it was like, they will not take it. So I was like, I got this cash. I can't even like go to this because boomers like you better buy around the beers at the Super Bowl, blah, blah. Yeah. But I couldn't do it with the cash. He gave me. There was, I think, I think was it Minnesota. One of these arenas I was in, it was not Minnesota. It was Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State has a cash-to-card machine. So you put cash into a machine and they and give it gives you a you debit a card? card to use at the arena because you can't. Ooh. They won't accept cash anywhere. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Is yep. it a cool? Did you uh, see I people? Like I wonder, was it like Ohio State? I, it's a good cards because that'd my, be cool to have. My guess is probably. But I don't know because when you're there as a media person, I'm yeah. not buying anything. Right. But I did see those all over the place because there are signs that we are a cashless building. Hmm. So I think a lot of that happened at the pandemic, right? Of course. The cashless. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. And then when they build brand new arenas now, they're, they're, everything they put in is all cashless. All meant to be cashless. All cashless exactly situation. right. With the iPads that ask for a tip. Yes. When now we'd like a tip as well. Uh, secondly, Jerry, I don't know why randomly I thought of this. You know, I... We both both of us have collected baseball cards when we were younger. Yep. And I still have this big box of cards in my basement. Mm-hmm. Do you really? Yeah. And for some reason, I'm always like, ah, I don't even know how I would know what something is worth. Why today? I thought, I bet you if I Google which 1980s baseball cards are worth something, sure, a list would come up. Oh yeah. And it did. Yeah. So I was like, you know what I'm going to do when I get home today? You've got a project. I'm going to look through my baseball cards. To see which are the valuable 1980s and 1970, it would have to be I was late say, 70s. How early do you go back? Would you say with I, the cards? I probably was buying cards in 1978. Okay, 79. So do you think they're because the one thing about the value too is the condition of the card? Yeah, I, I would say my baseball cards from the 1980s are in good condition. Okay, although you know what. They've been in an attic in a basement. Sure. Moved to this basement. That ba- I don't know. And so it could be great. Yeah. You know, my my son, my older son, has made, a, I, I want to say a lot of money, but he's made a considerable amount uh, buying and selling cards. You know, he goes to local card shops. Yeah. Where he, and not just where it's just sports memorabilia. Is your older son or younger son? My older son. Um, he goes to places where they sell like antiques and they places cards too and he knows the guy's not a card guy yeah and he doesn't he doesn't negotiate he just he sees the price like yeah I'll buy that and he knows it's worth more then he sells stuff on ebay for me and he makes good profits on certain yeah things. he's taken some of my cards which i gave him uh, i mean he's made money on he's done really good with it actually yeah you know what i don't understand what that is does he get the cards graded first no he sells them on ebay because he's not selling cards for we're not talking about cards for a hundred bucks $5 here, $6 there. But if I buys it for a buck and sells it for four, 
You right. Know, he's not. You're not going to waste your time trying to grade a card for four dollars. Well, that's what I was wondering too. Like the people who do grade the cards, so you have to send that in. Yeah, yeah, you do. I mean, you roll on the dice, yeah. right? That on you're that what you, they're going to tell you, or that with. that it's not going to get lost in the mail, or it's not going to get damaged in the mail, True. Or, or the the it's not going to be sitting out in pouring rain while it's waiting to that, be picked up somewhere. Yeah, you're exactly right. You got your cards there with poop in a box somewhere. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? And then your card comes back and it stinks like ass. Right, and they're gonna be like. Like, this was a good card, but it has poop in a box on it. Because mm-hmm, it was sitting on top of it in July. Yeah. In a mail truck. Yes. <laughs> With that stink wafting through it. <laughs> so I might do that. That might be my today's thing to do, That Jerry. sounds cool. That sounds very cool. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Uh, There was a time probably in the late 90s where a friend of mine who's into baseball cards went through my cards mm-hmm. and put the good or decent ones mm-hmm. or ones to watch for up top. So I, I think they're still in that sort of order. Oh, that's great then. Yeah. Are they in the folders? They're, they're, well, some of them are in uh, the the white boxes. Okay. And then others are just randomly. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm curious to see what you come away with. Because when I was when I was – I did look at a couple articles online – that were like, these are the top 10 or top 20 mm-hmm. cards from the 1980s. You know, when you look and they look familiar. Oh, like, yeah. I've seen that Roger Clemens card. Like, you might have it. I've seen that Nolan Ryan card. Ryan Sandberg. Like, mm-hmm. the, these sorts of players. So. Remember how we used to go crazy for the Mark McGuire rated rookie card? Yeah. Or the, the Team USA Mark McGuire card? That was the one when we were probably in the early 90s that was worth a lot of money. Yeah, I feel like my collecting, they we were still... Like in the 1980s, when I was buying baseball cards, we were still thinking of things from the 50s. Sure, you know, and like those, those were the the, the cards. Mickey Mantle rookie card yeah. worth seven thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah things know, like that, which is now worth I think fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, it would be cool if you actually opened up the box and you had like a tobacco card from 1931. <laughs> that would and you be didn't awesome. Realize it. Yeah, that would be great. That I know I didn't have. You've been sitting on a fortune for how long and you didn't realize? Because I wasn't one to buy individual cards you bought packs i bought packs and saved them i only really bought one set i think i bought 1987 okay tops all right but other than that i would just buy all packs and just go you have a lot of packs still unopened no i have nothing unopened see i still have a good handful that are still unopened really yeah that wasn't even a thought as far as i remember i don't know why i didn't open them and i'm not saying a hundred of them there's like seven or eight packs that i have that have never been opened yeah weird we used to go to the uh, Route 1 flea market in, I think it was New Brunswick. Okay. Route 1 in New Brunswick. And there was a guy, we would go there, We, uh, our friend's mom would drive us. Mm-hmm. And he loved baseball cards. And, and he'd be more one to sell and buy individual, where I was just looking for packs. But there was uh, the baseball guy in the middle, and then the uh, a wrestling magazine place, another thing's over. So that's what I'd be spending my money on, yeah, wrestling sure. magazines and, and baseball cards. Perfect for you. Oh man, Jerry, I was 
Who was living better than me back then? I guess nobody. So I'm going to do that today. And if I find anything interesting, or if uh, you're a listener to this and you you think about the 1980s, let me mm-hmm. know what I should be looking out for. I look. That sounds good. Do you mention wrestling? Have you? Do you know who this Billy Jack Haynes? I've heard of him, name? but I, I've never. I don't remember seeing him wrestle, but I, I did know the name. You saw the story. He was more charged with murdering his yeah. wife. Yeah, killed his wife. Yeah, I did. We didn't bring that up. I didn't know if that was. Uh, I don't remember him. Yeah, to me, he wasn't a guy that I really remembered all that well. Other okay. than I knew the name, but I didn't know. I couldn't even tell you which era he was wrestling in. Uh, it looks like I would say the eight, the early eighties. Yeah, he must have been in a in a part of the country that I wasn't following all that much. He was seventy. Wow, he killed What's, her at seventy. Yeah, well, you think would, he'd be overstuffed by seventy? Sh- I don't think you know what you, I mean. Like you know, your anger, or whatever. By seventy, I'd be like, whatever. Really interesting. You bring that up because a we were at we were at a uh, a party probably three or four weeks ago, an anniversary party, and it, for an older couple, and it wasn't them. It was and I it was Kim's. It was uh, someone Kim works with that she's close with. We got invited. We went. It was fine for a couple of hours. But we started talking to the older sister of her friend who they're probably i would say early 60s they look great but i would say early 60s and she was just furious with her husband who is i know he's 64 i don't know what she is but i would say early 60s that they bought a summer house down the jersey shore i don't know if it's manaloking or bayhead but it's it's down there and they live up in Metuchen, I believe, is where their home is. So they have this house, and as it turns out, there's a good group of people they went to high school with that either live down there or also have shore houses down there. And that his high school girlfriend from sophomore year is part of the group. Hmm. And she's like, she can't get over the jealousy when she sees them having a good time together from high school. Al, I don't think it ever goes away. I, I thought I would think that too. And I remember thinking, huh, you know, I'm not that far from that now. I'm almost 50. So right. it's not like saying 62 and 30, like 62 to me doesn't sound so hell. Eddie's going to be 60 in a few years. It's not crazy. And it's amazing to think like those feelings don't go away. Yeah. I would think, I, I don't would think by that time, I don't know why he, she was 65. I don't know why he killed her. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, it's very odd. That you, is very odd. You just never know. I figure you make it you make it through your 60s without without uh trouble and then like you kill somebody at 70. Well, let me ask you this. You're how old? I'll be 55 this year, but I'm 54 right now. Do you feel like honestly, do you feel like a 55-year-old thinking about what you thought 55-year-old no. oh, no, was like no chance. 30 years ago? No. So you're not that far from 70 compared to, I still would think of you more closer to 30 than 70. Yes, right. And you're not. Matter not. of fact, you're far swayed towards 70 than 30. Right. I'm 15 and a half years from 70, Jerry. Right. Damn, I better live, damn it. That's my point, though. Yeah. So you sit there and say, well, he's 70. I mean, I, I in his mind, he probably doesn't think he is. Do you have certain people in your life, like I have like uh, my brother-in-law, Paul, mm-hmm. Uh, and I use Boomer, too, as this example. So they're older than me by probably maybe the same amount of years. Mm-hmm. And I think of of them as not their age either. Yeah. So I always like that they've got a couple years on me that I could look at them and go, well, even at this age, 
I, I'm not. I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing all right because yeah. they're doing all right, and they're a couple. They're this many years, five to sure. ten years older than me. Yeah, I, like my uncle John has been in uh, in great shape, um, thin, takes care of himself. He's the type that I look at him like he's 65 now. Like what? Really? Uh, yeah. So he's one that I look to immediately. Yeah. And you go, oh, I could be, I could be that age. No question. If I looked like that at that age, I'm in, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. No, there's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I have any more that I look at like that, but yeah. him for sure. Although I will tell you they're getting to know more people through the cornhole league. You see every, everything from, a, there's one guy there. I don't know if the guy does testosterone. I don't know what he does, but he is in his seventies and he is in phenomenal shape. Then there are guys there that I find out are in their early 60s, and they look like they're 80. Yeah. You know, there's one of our guys who's one of the um, one of the uh, advanced players, plays literally every night in all these different leagues. He stays busy. He literally just told me the other day, if you would have asked me how old I thought he was, I would have said 65, 66. He's 77. And he's, I'm like, wow. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, you're doing all right. Doing and all I right didn't react yourself. when he said it. But, you know, he was, you know, talking about how he got a job. He's like, I can't sit around and do nothing. He goes, it's driving me nuts. He goes, I feel like I'm in good shape. My, you know, my my head's still there. I don't have any issues with memory. He goes, but yeah. Then I'm like, well, I am 77. And I'm like, what? <laughs> 77? Holy crap. You should have said, what? I didn't. I just rolled with the punches. But yeah. He's another guy now I can look to. Right. Be like, okay, this guy's doing pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Gina ran into a situation on New Jersey Transit today, but it reminded me, as this has happened to me at concerts as well, hmm. the term, you know the term crop dusting, Jerry, where someone yes. silently farts in public in yeah. a large area. And she said it was so disgusting. This she was is, choking. <laughs> yeah, and this has happened to me at concerts. And while it seems like, hey, if you really have to fart, farting in a crowd is probably best because... You no, can't blame it. Right. I still will not do it because, but that is so foul. Like just it's disgusting. And the person probably knows like, I'm going to fart right here and stink up this place. And you're not even going to be, you're never going to know. Count. Right. That is true. Like if there was a, if some sort of brown dust came out uh, with it and we could see who was farting, we'd really put an end to that. Well, that's my idea about the pools. Yes. About putting some sort of additive to pools Mm -hmm. so that when a kid or an adult takes a leak in your pool, all of a sudden, instead of it just fading away, a bright red trail (laughs) follows them. Yeah. What color would you make it? Because red could scare people about blood. Okay, I wouldn't do red What if it was like a really dark blue? Fine. Black or or bright bright yellow, <laughs> fine by or r- bright orange, bright orange, bright. Uh, well, br- orange is close to red. Yeah, uh, dark blue or black. Yeah, yeah, and then it would look like you know when a fish takes a crap. Yes, it follows you. <laughs> yes, right. It would put an end to this. Yes, it would. All of a sudden, people. Now, here's the problem though: when you have people over and they're gonna get up, they gotta go in your house, they're gonna get right. water. But you want them to use the toilet for yeah. Christ's sake. Yeah, I don't even now. like when people use the ocean. And that's a self-cleaning situation, but yeah, yeah, and people do it. No, a lot of people do it. People have told, have called up and said they do number two in the ocean. I mean, what? A, I mean, God, that, what that, that's filthy disgusting. That is disgusting. A Geo and Boomer have talked about like on Long Island. I guess the to get if you're on the beach to get to the bathroom, it's it's quite a walk. Yeah, where I feel like in New Jersey, at Not least bad. where I am, Bradley Beach, Asbury, most places aren't bad. Yeah, it's a, it's it's a short walk. Yep. up up the sand, go to the bathroom, go yep. back. 
Yeah. A lot of people are sitting there for a long time, though, having lots of cocktails and they not sure getting up. Are. All right, Jerry, let's do the uh, warm-up show. Tomorrow's Friday, by the way. It is. This is what I hear. Uh, and we'll be back tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. So.